Well, hello there, and uh, happy new year, I suppose, to some of you in the future, to some of you while you're listening to this now, depending on where you are in the podcast space-time continuum. But either way, I'm here with my friend Pete Quinones of the Pete Quinones Show. Pete, how are you? How you doing, Mark? Doing well. Welcome back. Well, Pete, today uh, we're going to gather once again for our, our very fo- popular format where we say five things about something. And today that something is going to be uh, top five psyops to watch out for in 2024. Before we dive in, Pete, just in case there's somebody who tuned in who doesn't know who you are yet, maybe, maybe they don't even know who I am yet, but wh- however they found this show, maybe you can just give them like the Cliff Notes version of what you do over at the Picanona show, the 32nd version. Uh, a lot of history, a lot of reading um, obscure texts and commenting on them, and um, a lot of Thomas 777 because, um, you know, he, people need to hear that voice. Um, Substack, PeteSubstack.com, Old Glory Club, and um, yeah, just, uh, you know, taking, taking all the barbs and arrows I can from, you know, whoever wants to... Uh, Shoot him my way. Hopefully arguing with libertarians less than he used to in the past, but you know, it happens uh, occasionally, I imagine. Uh, the, the past week's been a little, <laughs> been uh, some throwback. <laughs> the, holiday, the holidays brings it out, you know, makes us nostalgic yeah. for, for yeah. days of yore. Um, do you want to start, Pete, or, or should I? I I'm, I'm good either way. Okay, I mean, I'll, I'll start with one. Right in. And this is one that I just came up with because... And I don't think we really necessarily rank these. I don't know if it's necessarily a countdown per se. It's just it's just a list of five. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, I came up with five pretty quickly, actually. Um, watching the way Globo Homo, democ- democracy, you know, Western democracy has attacked anybody who is even... Um, you know, slightly to the right of Bernie Sanders. Um, I think that an up and comer like um, Bukele, the president of El Salvador, I think that in 2024, they're going to start coming for him. And um, I wouldn't put it past them to try to play into this sound of freedom kind of um, narrative and accuse him of like child trafficking, like child trafficking is going on in his country and um, that he's wholly responsible for it. So you think he's gone a little too far off the reservation, you might say. Yeah, I think he's uh, he's one of those guys who, you know, he's basically, I think, um, said abortion, uh, abortion. No, um, he's basically straight, like mainline, um, like old school, um, you know, like Jerry Falwell, the Christian right kind of this, no, none of this, none of that. And the fact that he just cleaned up his streets showing that you can, well, I mean, I think Gavin Newsom recently proved that you can clean up the streets pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, if it, you with want. the proper motivation, you can do just about anything. Turns yeah. out, it, turns out one, the state it, can be efficient if it really wants to be. Sure. But um, El Salvador was dealing with one of the most violent um, and demonic gangs of all time. And he was able to, I think the, the murder rate in El Salvador in the last three years is down 53, over 50%. And I think in the last 12 months, it's dropped in dramatically. So um, I think it's time, uh, I, I think it's time that he gets the, uh, he gets the Uncle H and he gets the uh, Donald Trump kind of treatment. When I was backpacking through Central America some uh, 15 odd years ago, El Salvador, it was one of the only countries I didn't actually go through. And it was the one place that like 
poor people in other countries would like warn me about and be like, you don't want to go through there, man. Like, like we'd be in their slum and they'd be like, don't just don't go there. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, I mean, there was a movie about it. You know, um, Oliver Stone had a movie Salvador with um, James Woods was, was a star of it. And it talked about what they were doing in the late seventies and early eighties. And they've never really lost that, uh, that reputation. And they've never, you know, that, that that's where a lot of the gang, kind of stuff came out of which always always comes out of when you have death squads and things like that and um so yeah yeah but now it seems like you know the fact that they use the u.s dollar there and the fact that he's cleaned it up a lot and he's basically becoming like a star that um yeah i think i think it's time time to make an they're going to try and make an example of him in 2024 so you're predicting a sigh up of a, a character assassination and, and maybe up to including a an actual an actual one yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I would not put anything past them at this point because they're, they used to be really, uh, you know, they, they used to be a lot better at what they do than they do at what they do than they are now. So it could be something just so, so completely over the top that you, you know, people will be like, all right, this doesn't make any sense, but still normies are just going to be like, all right, well, I mean, it sounds about right. I mean, he is Palestinian. His family does come from Palestine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that ties in pretty well, actually. To well, we'll we'll, we'll tie it into one later. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna save that one. Um, the first one I want to talk about. This is kind of a shout out to um to our friend Nima, academic agent. Something he talks about. I'm gonna have a little bit of a different spin on it. But this is what I'm calling the putting the woke away. PSYOP. That's what I'm calling this. Because uh, I actually co- sort of agree with um, what AA has been saying a lot about that that they're going to be putting the woke away uh, in the coming year or so. And I kind of agree that they, I think there is going to be a, a sort of political and cultural push to sort of embrace the anti-woke energy that there is. And I think that will include up to and including Donald Trump being allowed, if you will, to take the mantle of president again. Uh, but I don't. the reason I think it's a PSYOP is that the woke is not really going away. Uh, it, it will be part of the performance art, uh, part of the show, part of what we're part of what's meant to be a feel good sort of victory for the right may even include some more fun Supreme court decisions and that sort of thing. But ultimately, I mean, the backbone of this stuff, ESG, DEI, maybe they lose some court cases and they have to relabel some of this stuff, but that stuff's not going away. That stuff is, is becoming the backbone of the corporatocracy. It's uh, the entire premise for everything they're planning to do with digital IDs, CBDCs. Uh, I don't think any of that's going away. Maybe the woke label will be dropped. Maybe the woke label will be used as sort of a, a political football and used as, as red meat for the right. But in the way that it actually affects our lives. Like they're not going to stop trying to turn your kids trans or what have you. So that's not going away, but I do think that there will be a, a sort of um, a surface level uh, putting of the woke away. So I do sort of agree with AA, but I do think there is a, a psyoping element to the whole thing. Well, I've already noticed a psyop when it comes to the woke, um, especially on, well, on social media is when you point out like who the overwhelming majority of the Frankfurt school was, you know, that there were a lot of names that ended in Bergenstein and things like that. Um, Because ever since October 7th happened, a lot of the quote unquote woke have 
turned against Israel, there's this psyop to say that if you claim that then it was Jewish people who were responsible for introducing were largely responsible for introducing it to the West, they all say, well, that's wrong. And if you say that you're on the left, I've had at least like 10 people do this to me recently. And they're all accounts that were started in October of this year. So this is like a, this is like one of the, you remember, you remember the NAFO accounts after the Ukraine war started, they all had like doge in their thing. They all were hashtag NAFO and they were all pro Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And they would just call you if you were, if you were, um, if you had anything bad to say about Ukraine, they called you a pedophile. They called you all this thing. It's basically the same thing, except now they're saying, well, because these golems that we created, you know, we <laughs> we introduced this woke to the to the university system. We introduced this woke to, to the culture. And now these golems that we created are coming back to attack us. When you point out, it's like, well, it's just backlash. You just you created this. It's no, no different than blowback theory. And when it comes to terrorism, you created this. Now it's coming back to bite you in the ass. But no, there's actually this psyop saying, oh, well, you're a leftist because you, if you say that Jews had anything to do with creating the woke culture through the Frankfurt School and all these things, I mean, you can just run down the names and be like, okay, well, I did it. You know, that's <laughs> look at their early life on Wikipedia. Well, no, that there's no way the woke, the woke, what they, what they're saying now is the woke came from the left. They're saying all the woke is, is leftists. And if you say that the woke came from Jews, you're just, you're attacking Jews and you're on the left with them. It's, 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 it's it's actually, (laughs) it's actually pretty interesting that um, it's actually one of the smarter things that they've done because the whole NAFO thing was retarded. It was just bit literally they re, it was like they hired a bunch of people who like wore foam helmets and and had to wear diapers to do this thing. But these people actually seem to be actually a little bit smarter, probably because they're Jews. Um, and yeah, so yeah, it's it, it's it's an interesting thing to watch since ten seven. It is funny and, to and Ronald McNuggets is saying Chris yeah. Rufo is running this psyop. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I don't know not about that. So we'll we'll broadcast it as true because <laughs> here we are. Um, it, it is funny to sort of see the monster turn against the creation. I mean, you spent literally decades through the culture and the educational system training the youth that the worst thing anybody can be is like a, you know a white male with money or a white person with money and. Now, whose side do you think they're going to take in this inflamed conflict that you that you've you know drummed up here? Are they going to take the white people with money and power, or the the brown people with no with none of that? Oops. Yeah, the, what the Euro- yeah the European Jews and the Ukrainian half retarded ones <laughs> that um li- you know live in Israel. So yeah, <laughs> so they look at they look upon them and they say, well, they sound like us. You know, Netanyahu went to school in Philadelphia, went to got his degree from from MIT. So I mean, it's not like he's not familiar with the um, with, with the U.S. Even though he was born in Israel, they look and they sound white. So um, we're seeing white colonizers, and we're going to turn against them. They have no idea who it was who. Um, they have no idea the ethnic makeup of the Frankfurt School and things like that. So yeah, I think it's very interesting. And unfortunately, I don't think these guys are going back and you know listening to the Pete Quinones show or your series with Thomas or any of this other stuff. That's just a hunch yeah. I have. Yeah. 
Should we should we run should we run uh, this news here from from Ronald McNuggets? Rufo is constantly saying if you don't support Israel, you're woke, and if you if you don't want to be told the USA is a settler colony like Israel, you have to support Israel. All right, well, checks out. So well, those I, are quotes in that <laughs> from, from from renowned source Ronald McNuggets. <laughs> Only the news here. Look, I'm an entertainment program. I'd like to make that very clear once again. Um, moving on, he, Pete. He what said, is a uh, yeah, he said thank you, Pete. So um, I, I like him automatically. Right. That's all I need. What's your uh, what's your number four or your next up? I should say. Okay. Um, as far as this country goes, um, I think we're going. Are you familiar with the Pat Con movement in the nineties? Somewhat, yes. Yeah, that's what the um, oh, are there are all these right wing militias popping up? So Pat Con was like they went after Ruby Ridge. Um, they went at they were investigating the people at Elohim city for Oklahoma city, a bunch of other, um, um, Waco, Waco was part of PatCon as well. Um, I think you're, go- if you're not going to see like a full blown move into that, I think you're going to see a psyop in the United States where either where, especially if this Israel thing keeps going, this quote unquote war between two armies, who's the other army. Um, I think you're going to see a psyop where there's going to be a demonstration with a bunch of with a bunch of pro Israel and Jewish people, and somebody's going to shoot it up, or somebody's going to um, some people are going to get killed, and it's going to be blamed on anti semitism, and it's going to be used it's going to be used as an excuse to crack down upon um, not only what people any kind of groups in real life but it's going to be used to crack down on internet speech and everything i think there's a very real chance we're going to see um something that will make the um the shooting at the pittsburgh um synagogue look like you know you know look like just a you know a a robbery at a at a a convenience store and this is a great time to remind people that I will be uploading this episode later on to Rumble and uh, various other platforms, just in case uh, we can't rely on this one. Just Sorry. Rumble recently, un- or not Rumble, Rumble didn't do it. YouTube did it. They recently blocked the sync from Rumble. So I just discovered the other day that what was previously all my podcasts were syncing to Rumble, and now they're not there. So I got to go back and do a little re-uploading. But from here on out, I'll, I'll get these all up there, just for that yeah. very scenario. But yeah, that's that's the kind of thing that I'm that I'm looking at. I'm looking at a, a rebirth. Um, January January sixth was only so much, and really there weren't they weren't going after people who. I mean, they, who did they end up throwing in jail? Civic nationalists, people who still think the Constitution can work. I think people who are running around saying the Constitution doesn't work anymore and things need the the, the only way forward is to clear people out. Um, that's the next target because those are the people that if um you know that that i think tucker carlson's been listening to for three or four years yeah so you predict a, a pat con revival of sorts yeah a redux yeah. for 2024 yeah. and, and it'll be it'll make um it, it'll be far far more far reaching because you didn't really have the i mean you had the internet in 1995 at okc but what was the internet i mean what what did like yahoo's homepage look like at the time looked like a file you know it was like a file folder um it'll be the crackdown will be immense and it'll be electronic too all right well moving on to uh my next psyop that i'm certain we're going to see some version of in this coming year that is the secure the elections psyop 
this one is perfect because it's it's perfectly tailored for the right to fully fall into after whatever transpired in the last four years uh, with securing that election. Uh, surely this is an area where, especially because there are a lot of people on the right that would like to see stronger voter ID and for good reason and that sort of thing, I think it's the perfect way to introduce some kind of digital ID or or stronger ID that is required for voting, which can then be used for whatever other various uh, reasons people might uh, want citizens to have those, those sort of IDs. So I think that it, and there may even be some kind of like cyber attack type threat attached to this thing. Uh, I think it's going to be something where the people on the left and the right all kind of say, even if it's not something that gets put into place for this election, there might be some kind of issue with the election or glitch or cyber attack of some kind uh, that leads to something down the road that that changes how things are done, if they continue to be done uh, in that manner at all. But I think four years ago really set up the right to to openly embrace for and call for a lot of that the stuff that comes in with that. Yeah, I also think that what you were talking about before, you can tie, you can start um, tying CBD, central bank digital currency, into that. You can start um, tie, tying everything into that. You can actually um, look at you, you can be looking at biometrics too, mm-hmm. you know, where you know it's like you're going, oh, so you want to you're logging on to vote? Okay, look into this so we can scan your eyes or something like that. Oh, you want to vote in person? Well, you can only do that if you've had if you're up to date on all your all your vaccines and everything too. So we get yeah. we get to tie everything back together. Yeah, it's um, yeah, all of it, all of it. <laughs> um, we moving on? Yeah, let's do it. Let's move on. What you got next? All right, um, number three, and this one can work whether the Ukraine um quote unquote meat grinder keeps going on or if it actually ends. Um, I predict there is going to be a report coming out. If it, if it, if the Ukraine thing keeps going on, this report will be to renew people's interest in it and want people to get back, want the United States or want the West and everyone to get involved in the war. And if it doesn't, it will be used as... It always is. I believe that there is going to be a report coming out of Ukraine saying that in the millions, Jews were killed during the war and they were targeted for being during this Jewish. war. Yes. No, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a number in mind. They might, you know, you no, never mind. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, um, but when you understand, do that popular- many Jews even live in Ukraine now? Yes. Yeah, Yes. yes. Well, yeah. In that. Yes. That's see, that's the thing in the area that was in the Donbass area that was targeted for new Kazaria. And they've been moving. Jews have been moving into that area, been opening temple. I mean, it's been Jewish for, you know, what, a thousand, 700 years now, mostly, you know, but I think there is going to be, they're going to say that Jews, especially in Odessa, it's going to be echoes of the fake pogrom of 1905, um, that Jews were targeted. And I think the numbers are, the number will be astonishing. I don't think it's going to be the old number, but I think it's going to be a number that will have people, it's going to be put it, it this way. It would be kind of funny though. You got, you'd have to give them a yeah. little bit. Of a yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, know. <laughs> I mean, that, that would be some hot Or maybe some other iteration um, of it, you know, like a yeah, yeah. divided by three kind of thing. Like, or 600,000. 2.13 or something like 600, that. 600,000 or something like that. Whatever. It's going to be more than 1,200. 
but I will say that. And it will definitely be a round number that you're not allowed to haggle with. Um, But I definitely, I could see this happening, um, especially if the war keeps going on and the Israeli war ends because these these two wars are related no matter what anybody wants to say what's happening in Israel what's happening in Ukraine are ba- their brothers and but if it keeps going on and they keep the meat grinder going i could see them coming out with some insane number and saying this is why oh my god know, i just realized something they're going to have to re- they're going to have to relocate ukrainian jews to the newly freed up land in the Palestinian territories, if you will. We have even more settlers now. All these Ukrainians are getting displaced by the, by Russian, by Russia. So now we got to, we got to bring them down too. We're going to need to make a little more space in the neighborhood. So to yeah. speak. Dr. Matthew Raphael Johnson has been on this for a while. I mean, he's, he has people on the ground in Russia and in Ukraine and the, the, what the original goal was, they wanted to make Ukraine, the new Israel. Because Israel, I mean, what can you grow there? What do you have? As long as you have it, you still have the Golan Heights. You still have water. You still have oil. You still have the. You still have things you can make money off of. Which can't the other way around. They're going to move. Israel's going to move to Ukraine. That was the goal. That was the goal. But I think that they they put too much. They they thought a little too much that uh, they thought a little too highly of themselves, thinking that they could get Putin to um, they could defeat Putin and push him out. Um, I also think one of the one of the ways that you can tell that is tell that they were looking to move people into Ukraine is because immediately what it seemed like Ukraine was interested in doing and still are if you really if you've been following it is get as many Ukrainians killed as possible. They're looking to lower the population greatly, and they have. I think they said that um, between between the war and refugees 17 million have left ukraine like like the population of of ukraine is down 17 million in that range you think that's and legit? so i'm sorry you think that's legit yeah it sounds legit to me the source that i got it from is somebody who i mean mark weber i don't you know he he normally the numbers he has if he if if he doesn't think it's legit he'll he'll um change it in the future but when you look at that it looks like they were planning on moving in. And it's like um, Screwed Up Rebellion here said, Odessa is the cultural center, uh, is like, is, is a center of Israeli culture. In there. I mean, they were looking, they, they actually, you can look up New Kazaria and you can see how they were looking to make that section of they Ukraine. Did that? Or is this a, yeah. an, that's their own name? It's not like, yeah, that was name their name. <laughs> that was their name. That's, yeah. So, no, yeah. Props but, for them um, again. But it's um, I I do see that there is a possibility that you could you could have claims of high high numbers of Jews killed in the Ukraine war and that they were targeted by Putin and that would be additional also you know, additional um, motive to remove him from power in any way shape or form. Would we go as far as? Islamic terrorist attack on Jews in Ukraine. Can we can we smash the whole thing together and we get to blame that on on Putin? So we can get we can blame like a new Islamic terrorist attack on Putin. Boom, we can tie the whole thing together. Well, you didn't you you didn't hear Nikki Haley's theory? Let's hear it now. October seventh was Putin's birthday. Oh, okay. Is, is it really? Yeah. 
So Hamas, that's like that, that was a birthday. Hamas numerology, man. They couldn't it, be it more was, obvious. Well, Hamas was giving their friends, their friend Vladimir Putin, a birthday present by doing what they did. Yeah. She's Happy actually birthday. said this. She's yeah. actually made this claim. But that is actually his birthday. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I can't argue with the woman. Who knows? <laughs> um, all right. You want to move on now? Yeah, man. Got it. All right. My next one. It's a term I've started hearing the last couple of years a lot, and I've heard it more in, in different places. So I wanted to bring it up because it's what I call the Great Awakening PSYOP. This is a term that I've been hearing a lot, especially as I uh, overlap more with what you might call conspiracy or truther podcasts and that section of, of the, uh, the internet, you might say. And at first, I just thought it was a sort of an offhanded phrase that some people were using, just like, oh, there's, it's supposed to be the counter act, the counter action to the Great Reset. Basically, there's the Great Reset people, and then there's the Great Awakening people. And if you're someone who's, you know, seen, uh, you know, the last few years, you obviously probably don't like the World Economic Forum people, the Great Reset, the, the Klaus Schwab type folks. You probably don't like them. So whatever the counterforce of that, oh, maybe that sounds good. Sure, an awakening. We're waking up to what these elites are doing. But when you really dig into this phrase and dig into what it actually stands for and where it overlaps with, uh, it's quite the rabbit hole, actually. This is a phrase that's been around for quite some time, and it, it actually ties all the way back into like uh, Thelema, Hallerster Crowley, um, Gnosticism, and it, it goes on down some really deep and dark rabbit holes uh, to the point that it, it even oversects quite a bit with uh, the Q movement. And uh, I think the Great Awakening, might have, that the current iteration of that phrase might have even sprung from the Q movement, uh, which of course itself overlaps with a lot of esoteric traditions such as Kabbalah. Have you seen Tucker's bracelet? Uh, there's a lot of interesting overlaps. And when I hear that phrase now, it kind of peaks my ears to say, okay, why is that? Why did that person say that particular phrase? It's not just because they don't like the last few years. They don't like the world economic forum. There is a greater marketing behind this and it leads into some very odd places. Uh, into some very new age cults. They often reference this great awakening and a lot of these new age cults. I just watched a documentary that I'm actually going to be doing an episode on in a few weeks on HBO called love has one. It's about this woman who basically she takes way too many fucking mushrooms, trips her balls off. And she basically decides she is going to be an ascended master. This is a common thread you've seen throughout this and many other cults over the last uh, several decades. Um, and you know, other different people might have various ideas about what really goes on here when someone just goes crazy like that. But uh, I believe it's when someone goes nuts in that way, um, in such a specific way where they actually talk about the inter the, the galactic federation is another thing you hear a lot uh, in this documentary. The woman, she talked about the galactic federation. Um, Trump is always involved. I mean, she was really nuts. She believed Robin Williams was coming to visit her and he was the one like direct, but I don't think, I think this woman is crazy. Yes. But I, but I think that there is, there is real spiritual, um, um, foolishness, I guess it's tomfoolery. Let's call it that. I think there's real spiritual tomfoolery at work beneath the scenes with a lot of this stuff. And I think people like that. There's a reason there's common threads in all this stuff. And I think that there is, they are related to some of the same spiritual workings. If you want to go as far as some people like John Keel would say that there actually is a spirit known as Ashtar that actually is the same spirit that, that brings this narrative up and inserts this narrative into people like in, in these certain cults that you see, uh, you can even see it in like the Haley's comet cult. Uh, what the hell were they called? It's, it's uh, totally. Was it Hale, are you talking about Hale Bob comet? Yeah. The Haley, yeah, Haley Bob comet, whatever that was. Yeah, the that, Hale Bob comet. That, that was, group. um, Oh, I forget what they, oh man. 
But it's the same concept. Yeah. The idea is that you have to give up all your worldly possessions, leave your, and you leave, you can only ascend once you leave your physical body. Uh, it leads into really dark, dark places ultimately. So just be aware that you're going to hear this term a lot. I see it everywhere. And I'm not even saying everybody that uses this term is, is secretly trying to psyop you into joining some Gnostic cult and ascending from your body and Max, going off. Max Bauer had it. Heaven's Gate. The Heaven's Gate. Heaven's cult. Gate. Thank you, Max. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, Heaven's Gate is, is very much along those lines. Uh, again, I'm not saying everybody that used that term is psyoping you because a lot of people hear it and repeat it. And, you know, it just kind of goes down psyop lane, so to speak, whisper down psyop lane. But know that it, it is not a random phrase being used. And it, it is not something you should turn to if, if there's anybody you see promoting the Great Awakening as their marketing or as their brand. Uh, just be very, very wary because not everything, not everyone that is your enemy is your friend. Let's put it that way. Well, yeah. And- I think you can see a lot of this. I think that instinct instinctively people know that this could be around the corner. A lot of people ran or running back to church or running to church uh, for the first time, or people who were at, you know, were in church were running um, back to church for the first time. And um, I, I think, I think you can see that. I think, you know, the thing I worry the most about is, how many of those people are going to get caught up in this? You know, might see it as a as a messiah, but really it's a false messiah, which is hilarious because it leads directly into like my next psyop. Oh, perfect transition! I set you up for it. Let's go. Yeah. So, um, you're talk. You already talked about the elections and everything. Um, a lot of people um, have said they don't believe, and people that I respect that they don't even believe there's going to be elections in 2024. Um, I know Doug, um, Doug McGregor has said that. Um, Tucker said that on numerous occasions. Um, a lot of people are predicting that. Um, but what would be the, what would be the impetus for not having an election? And um, I think there would be no better reason that, people would be willing to forego an election in 2024 than if project blue beam went online. Ooh, here we go. Yeah. And I, I think there's a really, when you, when you look at how much people have been talking about aliens and when you look at how Tucker Carlson is totally bought in, I mean, he's totally bought in. 100%. He's talking about people that he's talking to in the government who who are telling him that it's real. Um when you have someone like that who's um you know father used to run Voice of America radio. Um Don't forget the bracelet. Yeah. Um you are yeah. Um there is a very I think especially with them seeing a lot of people running back to like um liturgical and apostolic churches traditions that this is the time that they would want to release that. And there'd be no better as an excuse to um, one of the things that they could do by, by starting this and getting it moving is uh, people will be like, why do we care about an election? Why, why would we care about an election? Look at, look at everything that's happening. This is, this doesn't mean anything anymore and how do you uh how do you see this playing out do you have a a particular scenario in mind do you think that they're actually gonna broadcast like 
you know, Independence Day style, a ship over the White House. Uh, do you think it's going to be a little more subtle than that? What are you what are you envisioning here? It would have to be, you know, what's funny is people used to ask this question. Um, when I, I used to read like these like esoteric theological um things that question like Jesus's return. It was like, well, every eye would be able to see Jesus when he's coming back. And like the 1600s, people are like, how would that happen? If he's like, if he's supposed to be coming back to Israel, how would we in the, you know, how would we in England see him? How would, how is every eye going to see him? And then people were like, I remember about 20 years ago, people were like, well, everybody's got a cell phone now. You know, it's like, I mean, they could literally, they, we know that they can hear what we say on the cell. I mean, advertisers, you, you talk about something, you go to Facebook adverts, there's an advertisement for it. We know that they can hear us. They can break into this at any time and just blast it and they could do it. But you were, you're talking about how would they do it? Would it be like over the white house. Um, I think it would have to be, I don't think they would do something that dramatic because it would cause panic. I think it would be like an, it would be an announcement. It would be an announcement, and you'd see like, like the a press conference. Yeah, you'd see the pre- the president walking. <laughs> Joe <out>. Biden. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally, Joe Biden. There would be something it, hilarious about Joe Biden being the one to unveil the higher I mean, intelligence among just us. Just shitting his pants, shitting his pants. I mean, literally, while it's although really, I mean, the idea of Trump introducing the aliens is pretty damn pretty damn fascinating to me as well. So we got this guy over here. <laughs> oh. But the, I spoke to Karnak, very nice alien, wonderful meal, little strange <laughs> side dish, the green stuff, I didn't like it, wonderful guy. It's got a book, says to serve man. Um, <laughs> Huge book, incredible book. I haven't read it, but I'm sure it's great. It has to be as good as Art of the Deal. <laughs> Maybe not so. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that if they were ever going to try and pull that one, this would be the year for it because they could interrupt this. It would interrupt this election that they seem to be wor- so worried about my only uh my i wouldn't call it pushback but my flip side of that might be that trump is the one that created space force and if you look at space force 2 there is some very incredibly overt i mean sometimes they do imagery and stuff like that that is kind of subtle and you're like well maybe it's not real there are some incredibly overt just satanic type imagery on the space force logos and whatnot. And um, tying into what I was saying earlier about this galactic federation cult like stuff, it is very connected to the Q stuff to all this same side of side of stuff. So I wonder if Trump was really setting up this whole thing and his return is what's going to bring in the sort of the, you know, the completion of the, the alien narrative. So that's, and maybe he'll be the one that's like, all right, I'm getting in there. I'm going to really release this stuff. They didn't tell you everything, but now that I'm here, I'm going to show you the truth. So, cause I am still debating whether they really don't want Trump to win this election and really don't want that. Or that is part of the larger just storyline. Right. That's going to make the right feel really good about it. When he does finally overcome all of this stuff, overcome being removed from ballots over all this stuff. I think all this stuff's going to fall to the wayside and he's going to have this sort of uh, heroic victory. That's going to be setting us up for yeah, some, something not great. Probably. Or if it is true that Trump was setting this up, I mean, and and say it is true that they don't want Trump and he just happens to win um, by having them show up like while he's while he's um, the president um, elect. I mean, it's basically he's 
like showing his strength, almost like these are my boys. We've talked. We're on the same page and everything. Only I can make this deal. Today's episode is sponsored by Fox and Sons Coffee. And let me just tell you, Stephen of Fox and Sons, he is not just an advertiser. He has been a supporter of this show from day one. And frankly, since before day one, because he came over with me from the old Lions and Liberty days. So true fan of the show. He started this company, Fox and Sons, out of his love for coffee and really out of wanting to further bond with his sons and spend time with them, just like he shared time with his father drinking coffee. Uh, he also gets to teach his sons about entrepreneurship entrepreneurship and business through this endeavor. So I'm so happy to have Stephen and really his whole family, the Fox and the Sons, the whole gang as a supporters and sponsors of this show. Not only that, his beans are so high quality, fresh. Look, I just got two new bags right here. I got the Mexican and my favorite, the Den Blend Dark. The beans are super high quality, fresh and sourced from small organic farms. Fair trade. None of this GMO garbage. They're all small batch roasted. This is high quality stuff. Subscriptions are by far the best way to get your coffee. I have a couple subscriptions going, uh, but that is the way to go. You never run out that way. I never run out. I always have my supply of Fox and Sons. So I want you to head over to foxandsons.com. Put in your order today. They ship fast. They ship now through the end of February. Also, by the way, you're going to get free shipping on any order over $37.99. By the way, while you're there, use discount code MCS to get 18% off any order over $25. Stephen Fox is a great man, a great friend, great supporter of the show. I encourage you to check out his coffee over at foxandsons.com. There was going to be a big galactic war, but I brought all the alien factions together. But almost like they're so on my side that if you try to take me down, you're going to have oh, to wow. deal with Maybe something like a, intergalactic. Right, right, right. Like <laughs> these, these are my boys. So like China or whatever, like, oh, you yeah, got yeah. ICBMs, big deal. I have intergalactic gangs I re- up here waiting for me. I, I, I realize we're off in La La Land now, but that was... Uh, oh, no, and, I, and, La La, and La Land like, is where I intended to get from the beginning. So I'm just, yeah. I'm just upset it took 36 <laughs> so, minutes to get there. What, what, the um, <laughs> number five of mine is... Uh, will bring us back into reality and bring us back into a huge black pill. So, yeah. All right. We shall see. Well, this is not a bad transition. It's actually the exact same topic that I had. So finally we have one that's, that's pretty close. It's pretty close. Mine was basically the, the non-human intelligence psyop. Now this is a little bit of a twist on what, what you're playing with here, because I have noticed a trend as someone who sort of follow these things. There's been a couple trends over the last few years. There's been the, and I think they're related. There's been the, um, move from using the phrase UFO, unidentified flying object, to UAP. Oh, is it unmanned aerial? No, it's, un- it's. I think it's still unidentified, just unidentified mm-hmm. aerial phenomenon. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the phenomenon is the new phrase that we're using now. And then I've also noticed this shift from aliens to non-human intelligence, which is interesting because it's it's much less specific in a, in a lot of ways than the term aliens. And it opens up, I think, a lot of different possibilities uh, from the propaganda end of things. Um, this is something I, I spoke a little bit about this with Brad Binkley earlier this year, and he thinks that it's it's all just a psyop up to introduce some badass other technology and to sort of, you know, to, to increase military funding, essentially, which, you know, is kind of what was done with Space Force in a way. It was a, a whole other department created um, for the purpose of new space related type weapons and whatnot. Um, and to deal with, I, I assume that if Trump were to come back in office, that would be folded into 
what's all this conversations about with these congressional hearings. Um, this guy, David Grush, that has come forward, uh, the supposed whistleblower, that really, if you look back at other whistleblowers over the last 10, 30, 20 years, all of whom are intelligence operatives, so you know, take their whistleblowing for however you will. He's actually not saying that much different in terms of the kind of things he's saying exists. Um, he's saying that there are agreements between uh, the human governments and aliens. He's saying that there's bodies. He's saying this and that, but he's also, he's using the same terminology over and over. And I, whenever I hear someone that just uses very specific terminology, it always just sets off a red flag. Like this doesn't sound like a person just shooting the shit with me and spilling his guts about the crazy things he saw. This sounds like a person who is pushing a certain narrative for a certain reason. And the phrase non-human intelligence is one that he uses over and over and over. He doesn't say aliens. Uh, he likes to talk about interdimensionality and all sorts of other stuff. The biotics. He uses, he uses all sorts of phrases that nobody really even knows what they mean. Um, where is that all leading? I don't really know. Maybe, like you said, maybe maybe to overturn an election or to prevent an election. You know, maybe if, if it's revealed that there's aliens among us, heck, maybe the aliens are hacking the voting machines. Maybe I always like to tie everything together. So maybe they're going to have the alien, maybe the aliens are behind October 7th and then they also hack the voting machines and Putin funded the whole thing. You know, we can, we can tie all the psyops in, but I, I do think it is concerted for a reason. I, I think, I don't know exactly where this one is going. I just know when you hear the phrases change, it's because the narrative is going to, change in a certain way. Mm-hmm. So whatever they plan to reveal, whatever hints they plan to give us. And I think you've, you've seen this as well, like from, from you, what you mentioned uh, with Tucker taking sort of a recent interest in this topic. He's not only talked about aliens and UFOs on his show. Then recently uh, he's been talking more and more about dark spiritual forces and the nature of these things and how he's been really shook by the conversations he's having. Um, I simply, this will tie into my, my number five as well, ultimately, but I, I simply don't buy that this renewed interest in, uh, dark forces that people like Tucker Carlson and a lot of other people are, are saying that are catering this narrative. I just don't believe that that's, a, a, an organic thing that they're, they're suddenly calling these things. They're suddenly not really saying aliens anymore. Suddenly it's non-human intelligence, which could even include AI of some kind. Um, who knows? Maybe this is just a way to unveil crazy new technology that is, I mean, I had this guy on the show who I don't really, I'm pretty much on the side that I think the video is fake, but maybe it's not. The guy that is investigating this supposed video that shows three orbs flying around the Malaysian airline that disappeared and, and zapping it out of existence. Now I still lean towards that video is probably not real, but it could be, but let's just say something like that is real. Um, maybe this is the way to introduce it through the concept of non-human intelligence, uh, whatever that may be. But again, maybe this is just, maybe all of the stuff we're talking about is just maybe even spiritual demonic forces are a psyop. Uh, maybe that's, it's all just a way to bring about new technology and who knows for, for whatever geopolitical reasons there may be, but either way, I'm pretty sure there's some, I, there's some crazy technology that we don't know about. And, um, it will probably be used in, in some way, shape, or form. It probably already is being used in some way, shape, or form. And at some point, it has to be more introduced into the public sphere. What better way to do that than to just pound pound this non-human intelligence idea into the pavement? The um the AI is at, you know, at present the ones that we get to play with. It's very unimpressive. I don't know if you played with Grok at oh, all. Oh, yeah, like the GDP, yeah, the, the Groks, yeah. all those. They're kind of dumb. You almost have to try to yeah. fight them to, to say smart stuff. Right. So th- there's two ways you can go with that. I think you already said that there's a possibility that they're just throwing that out there to throw us off. There's something much stronger in the background. 
Or this could just be the best that they can come up with right now. This could just be the fact that they're the right strike fought. really, you know, push a lot of the talent, uh, yeah. <laughs> talent yeah. out. Yeah, Charles Haywood believes that it's just not that we're not going to get to AI. We're not this, you know, like like AI that can um, like rule us, that can govern us, and you know, do you know, basically go sentient on its own, things like that. Um, but he believes that that's just right now is science fiction. And, you know, from what I've seen, you have to say the normie position would be, yeah, I mean, AI is in its infancy if it's, if it can move past this in, in any way, but there is the chance that it could, uh, they could just be hiding it and um, show it's like a limited hangout. They're giving us the limited and keeping, right, giving right. us something that's limited and keeping it, um, keeping back what. And they've got the actual, interdimensional quantum supercomputer that is literally opening the portal to hell. Yeah. Well, I mean, but we don't get that version. Yeah. I mean, I'm also one of those people who said when NASA pretty much stopped working, when NASA decided that they were not going to be NASA anymore. And then they went into the, uh, the video game uh, industry that they found the Stargate. Yeah. That you get, yeah, that, they've been looking for a Stargate and that's what they, the movie was all about. The TV show was all about. Does that line up with, uh, with the invasion of Iraq at all? Cause there, there are some people that claim that both invasions of Iraq, perhaps definitely the second one was, uh, to take, cause Saddam Hussein had the Stargate and George Bush went there too. And supposedly there are pictures of them securing the certain temple that has it. But again, this, this will actually tie into my last thing too. I've heard, I've heard those things. Um, my last thing is, uh, I hate to bring it back to normiedom. But it's 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 normiedom. Um You know, it's just when you look at foreign policy and especially when you look at everything that's happened since October 7th, they're doing they're they're making every effort they can to blame everything on Iran. Um, I've also noticed that you know, over the past 10, 15, 20 years, they're doing as much as they can to destroy Paris to make Paris into an unlivable hellhole where it's just overrun by, by, um, you know, what they call Muslim, you know, Muslims, which are just basically they emptied out prisons and threw people into Paris and turned it into this hellscape, um, of third worlders. Um, the Olympics is going to be held in Paris this year. Mm. And if they really want, war with Iran and they really want to convince the world that war with Iran is uh, something that needs to be done. There is no better place. There's no better place to put something, to do something, to have an op um, even as far as a nuclear kind of device even if it doesn't go off, then Paris, when the Olympics happens in 2024. I could see them orchestrating something huge around Paris that wouldn't have to kill anybody. All they would have to do is find some kind of suitcase nuke, backpack nuke, something, anything. They can just find it. They can foil it, you know? Yeah. They can, yeah. Well, we know how that works out for them sometimes, um, but I think there's going to be something surround. There, there's a possibility that something surrounding the Olympics and what that will do is um, 
whether it whether they allow it to go off or not, it's going to be paradigm changing more so than 2020. You're, I mean, the level of security and tyranny that people are going to be willing to put up with will be uh, will be off the charts. I mean, it will people will ask to be you know to be locked in their homes people will ask for soldiers to be on the streets people will ask for iran to be nuked off the face of the map which then leads to you know leads to what happens with um their allies such as syria such as russia um turkey now which seems to have turned on nato um what will what happens and um i foresee when you look at 2020 we know how much the world changed in 2020 it changed so much that we're we have completely different podcasts <laughs> than we did than we did in yes. 2020 um for it changed uh, so much that our names are in our titles of our shows now what the yeah hell? yeah yeah we just abandoned all this bullshit we this abandoned marketing altogether bullshit um and yeah i mean i just see that they could sacrifice there are people out there who are evil enough that they'd be willing to sacrifice Paris to, um, to make sure that Iran and Iran's cohorts, um, are, are dealt with properly. And it would change, it would change the world. It would, I mean, it, it would, it would change the course of history and, um, we'd come out into 2025 as a, um, to borrow a phrase from Alex Jones, I mean, we'd be even a bigger prison planet than we are now. I mean, it does seem like a little bit too good of a storyline already set up with where it is and, and everything like that. Uh, obviously, I prefer if it's uh, more of a, hey, we found a bomb and nothing goes off. But I I mean, if, if, it, if it were really to be used uh, to push the world into justification for a full-on war with Iran, uh, it's probably more effective if they take out so, I mean, really, an international contingent of some sort, um, even if the, I mean, a Saudi prince, who knows, you know, someone of importance that crosses a, a bridge of, of sorts that. Uh, that and, sort and, of- it's just, and you're talking about killing citizens from multiple different countries. I mean, you're going to have, you know, it's, it'll be worse than the 9-11. Um, also, it, it's a double thing. I mean, you could blame it on Iran and say that they got the technology from Russia. Well, there you go. Exactly. We, we got to tie all these storylines together. Yeah, it, it's it, it's just remarkable when a, a good what, Ukrainian victim in the in the victim list. I mean, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. And when we saw when when we we decided to do this, and I'm like, uh, 2024 uh, Olympic year. Let me look where the Olympics is because I didn't know. I didn't think about it until we start until we had this idea. And uh, it's just as soon as I saw Paris, it was just like. Everything just started going crazy in my head. Uh, you saw it all play out. All right. Well, let's go to my, uh, well, I don't know if it's number one, but it's the last one on my list. And it, it kind of ties into a lot of other stuff that I'm talking about. But as I have shifted my podcast in the last couple of years, uh, and I'd already been, I'd already dipped my toe into the the fringier waters of uh, what you might call the truther sphere, I guess you might say. There's a lot of... Um, conspiracy type podcasts. I mean, when I say a lot, I mean hundreds, thousands, shows, channels, uh, the rabbit holes literally never end it when you sort of dive into this, uh, area. And, and when I 
decided to take this new direction with my show, I, I'm I'm kind of trying to approach it the same way I approached my entry into podcasting and my entry into the libertarian podcasting 10 years ago. I try to approach everything as I'm just trying to sort of like hover over everything and, and analyze the situation on the ground. You know, I'm trying to understand the big picture. So that includes, you know, bringing on people and getting their individual takes on things, but also zooming out and, and trying to look at the larger trends I see. And so anyway, this, this PSYOP is called the alternative media PSYOP. That's what this PSYOP is, which I guess in a sense includes warning people to watch out for even even the likes of you and me. And I'm half joking, but I'm half serious because at the end of the day, um, as we've sort of laid out in this show in one way or another, everything sort of is a PSYOP in some way, shape or form, in some sense. And I mean, this has been a big theme on this show a lot. Almost everything that we believe, including some of the things you and I probably believe, including some of the things we've talked about on the show, including for sure all the political arguments that we used to be involved with and the ones that we may even get involved with now from time to time. So much of this stuff is programmed into our dialectic uh, to the point that even if you're aware of it, it doesn't matter. You still fall back on your programming and engage in the same kind of arguments. And it's sort of a never ending battle of sorts. Um, and I think the alternative media psyop though is the, the point is that there's, you know, there, there was alternative media in the beginning of the internet where people were just starting their own channels. And of course that's still a real thing. I mean, you and I are, I don't believe, uh, being funded by anyone in particular, except our, our audience and our, our sponsors or what have you. Uh, but as the alternative media grows and grows and grows, and I think it started with, with Joe Rogan really when, when there became the realization that the podcasting world, the alternative media, it is a place that can be used uh, for psyoping. So I don't, my, my theorem isn't necessarily that someone like Joe Rogan is a psyop himself. I actually kind of lean towards Joe Rogan being, being, being legit um, in a sense. I think he believes he's legit. I do think he has catered his message and stopped talking about certain things and allowed certain episodes to be taken down because money fucking talks. So that, that's just what that is. Uh, but I think he's legit in the sense that I think he went into this for legitimate reasons. I don't think he, I don't think he's handed a script necessarily and told, go talk about this thing with this person. But I do think when someone gets as big as Joe Rogan and, uh, they, they are, they are seen as, as a vehicle. They can be seen as a vehicle. And I think you know what you're going to get from, say, a Joe Rogan. So if you hand him a David Grush and and just give it to him on a silver platter because you know that Joe Rogan is going to get millions and millions of downloads, seven, eight, nine, ten million, whatever he's getting, and you have a narrative to put out and you have a juicy story, a juicy piece of meat like a David Grush who's got this wild tale about all this tech, non-human intelligence he's interacting with and the biotics and all this weird stuff, Joe Rogan is going to chomp on that me no matter what. So he doesn't have to be part of a grander psyop to be able to be used to push certain narratives. So I don't think it's a coincidence that at some point you kind of talked about this with Johnny Monoxide a little bit uh, the other week. Uh, At some point, Joe Rogan went away from like, you know, doing the moon landing is fake episodes to, you know, he gets Neil deGrasse Tyson on and suddenly the moon landing is real as shit. And suddenly the new, the kind of people that he has come on are the people that are talking about how, you know, they're the whistleblowers that come from intelligence agencies that are saying or come from the DOD or military intelligence that have have all these stories about all these UFOs and all this weird shit they see in space. So he went from that's bullshit. You can't do it to, hey, here's all the experts that tell us why that's all real and why we also need to now be worried about this non-human intelligence or what have you. So whether it's Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, just the example I'm, I'm using right now, uh, like, like you guys talked about it. It's I think Lex Freeman is kind of being shifted, even though he's so fucking boring. I don't think it really works. I mean, they he supposedly gets 
numbers, but I, I've never made it through an Alex Friedman podcast. I, I just fall asleep. So, um, so maybe, I don't know how effective it actually is, but there, there's, there's theoretical numbers attached to him. Uh, Tucker. I mean, look, Tucker's the kind of guy I like watching Tucker. Like he's the kind of perfect guy to sigh up me. Uh, again, he doesn't even have to be in on it. Tucker might really talk to people that tell him about dark spiritual forces and give him insider information. And he does a show about it and he might be totally genuine about that. And that doesn't mean that the people that are feeding him these narratives aren't doing it for a reason. So the real point of the alternative media narrative is not do your own research necessarily. It's not that I expect everyone to vet every expert because um, that's impossible. I can't do that. I can't even vet necessarily the the deep, dark background of every guest I have on the show. The only thing you can really do, which is all you can ever do, whether it's with, whether you're watching this podcast or whether you're uh, watching CNN, is to attempt to use discernment and just to continue to hone your ability to discern bullshit uh, and to see through it. And I don't even know if I can give a course on that. And I'm not even saying I even do it right all the time, but let's just say there's a certain set of people that, that kind of didn't fall for things in the last few years and some that did. Um, so be more like the kind that didn't, <laughs> I guess is what I'd say and learn to sort of, you know, set your bullshit detector on because especially diving into the alternative media more so myself into some of the fringier places, <laughs> the fringier corners of it. There's a lot of fucking bullshit out there and you run into a lot of the same. This is why what I was talking about earlier, you run into a lot of this, Oh, great awakening. And you click on this other link. Suddenly you're on this new age fucking rabbit hole in this Gnostic sort of like weird. And you're like, how, how did I get here from nine 11 from nine 11? You know, you're like, but this is where a lot of these rabbit holes lead. Uh, when you actually look at who's behind a lot of these documentaries and stuff that you get, even, I mean, even like these original nine 11 documentaries I was watching back in the day, you, you, you just follow these back. You say, you, you find it going to the same places at the end of the day. So just cause something came from a weird DVD you got on the Venice boardwalk. Like when I first started getting into conspiracy DVDs, or even if you found it on rumble or odyssey, that, doesn't mean in and of itself that it's therefore truthful. And that doesn't mean that it's not meant to guide you down the wrong path. And I think that's one of the biggest, my biggest takeaways from diving more into what you might call the conspiracy realm. It's not that everything's a psyop. I kind of say that jokingly. It's just that you got to really use discernment. And that's what I'm doing my best to, to bring to this area. I'm trying to be discerning. I'm not always successful at it. Cause I'm also trying to present the ideas of other people and, and allow them the space to say whatever they really think. And, you know, I'm not going to chop jump in the middle of a conversation and chop all over that. Cause that's not my style, but I do do my best to sort of give an overview and, and, you know, not lead people down a wrong path, but I, you know, I wouldn't say, listen to me. I wouldn't say, listen to you. I would say, just try to you know, hone the ability to discern bullshit and to see patterns and to see patterns out there. When you say, see the same phraseology being used, or when you see the same, like the same shows and the same uh, people promoting like sound of freedom or something, you know, these things don't happen organically. They typically happen for a reason. So think about what that reason might be. And then maybe you can be a little more discerning. Um, That's all I got on that one. Pete thoughts as a member of the alternative media who I'm attacking in this as well. Well, I mean, I get people who contact me all the time who are like, you know, you had this person on, this person's not who they say they are. Here's an article. Why? And, you know, when, when somebody presents me with information like that, my first goal is to figure out, okay, what's the linchpin of the argument? You know, if you're telling if you're telling me that somebody's in bed with, you know, with Putin, okay, 
What's the linchpin of the argument? Just that they're in bed with Putin? No, that's, that, that doesn't make any sense. There's something deeper. Oh, Putin is still KGB and still and is looking to put the Soviet Union back together. That's the linchpin of the argument. Okay, where do I find the proof of that? Then you just you can take these arguments apart easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? but I get people all the time. I mean, I've I've had people on the show say stuff that I'm like, or you know, somebody who's on the for the first time. Are they saying this to try to discredit me? Hmm. You know, and like then right I'll, into my right. Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, that yeah. goes right into my theory. Yeah. Like there are probably actors being put out there to, you know, yeah. Either to push a narrative or like you said, to discredit someone they're having on for sure. Right. So it's having them on. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay, th- then you decide, all right, do I want to air this episode um, at all? Or do I just want to cut that part out? Is everything, is everything else okay? Does everything else seem to jibe well? Yeah. I don't mind people having wild theories. Without specifics, have you, have you had, a, have you canned an episode for that reason before? Uh, no. Okay. But have no. You, you have maybe chopped something out? Perhaps? Yes. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, because I just, you know, you don't know until you get to know somebody, you really don't know, you know, what their, what, what their intentions are. Um, Especially a lot I, of people in our space, so to speak, use, um, which I was foolish enough not to. So here we've crossed the Rubicon. A lot of them use, you know, pseudonyms and names right, right. that aren't even names and that sort of thing. So you really don't know who some of these people are. Right. So, you know, if you're going to, you may put something out on your episode that's just completely, completely false. And I'm that's why I'm an entertainment show, Pete. (laughs) Yeah. And and I'm kind of okay with propaganda. If someone wants to promote propaganda and everything, as long as I'm, as long, as long as it doesn't, as long as I examine it and it doesn't bother me, it does, it's not going to wear on my conscience. I'll be fine with, I'm fine with it, you know? Um, But somebody just promoting something that's just a complete, I mean, the, the, that's just not in reality. That's not in reality, and could possibly just make you look like a fool. Um, but we're going to see. We're going to see more of that. We're going to see more people trying to destroy the um, destroy alternative media. And I think a lot of that could come to, like I said, you know, the PatCon kind of stuff. If you have like a PatCon thing um, resurgence, then they'll be looking to shut people down who they think that you know. You, know, you said something very odd. It could be a message you're trying to put out there, kind of thing. You know, sure. I mean, if you, you think uh, if you think like YouTube censoring a, a video is bad, uh, you know, wait until you need a, a digital login to access the internet. If you, or maybe just for for broad internet broadcasters, or you need a license of some kind to make sure right. you're not propagating disinformation. Which is why I'm sure I'm sure disinformation agents are intentionally sent into these podcaster worlds. I wouldn't be surprised if I've interviewed one at some point, you know, it's, it's oh, yeah. really hard to know what, what, why you're getting what you're getting. Well, yeah. I mean, it's interesting when I go back over my podcast, especially when I was a libertarian and I look Talk at some like of the that. people, yep. I look at some of the people I interviewed. It's like, I mean, I know that, you know, there, somebody who was still working for the CIA, somebody who, you know, who says, Oh, I'm out of the CIA, but is still working for the CIA. And the only reason I, I, I mean, I knew that and had him on because it was like, it was a history episode. And it's like, okay, well, I mean, yeah, uh, as long as we're not pushing some kind of thing from now, if we're talking about like the war of 1812 or something like that, okay, that's fine. You know I mean? Wh- whatever. But, um, 
yeah, even now, but now I'm much more, um, you know, if you see podcasters who have the same people on over and over again, there's a reason for that. They trust them. <laughs> like me having you yeah. on for the third time in the last yeah. year. Is that what you well, mean? Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it's you, You'd you be a great to... disinfo agent, Pete. I would really buy, I would buy it. I would never suspect you, which is why I suspect you now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're that good at it. Yeah. But it's like, what's my, it's like, what, what's the message I'm putting out there? Um, World War II wasn't fought for the, for the reasons it's, it's like, more Thomas seven, seven, seven. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like, it's World an interesting angle. Was, if you're a disinfo agent, I'll tell you that. Yeah. It's like, I'm basically saying all of the, the, um, the official story was a lie and um, maybe it's this, you know, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I do see that coming. I do see, and you know, and we're our own worst enemies. You know, everybody calls everyone else a fed and, you know, it's like, I mean, libertarian, I, I don't know. I, I get told all the time that like libertarians who used to listen to me, they're like, well, you know, he's a fed. And I'm like, well, I mean, what am I doing? I'm not calling, I'm not calling for violence. I'm telling people to like take care of themselves, concentrate. If you're going to concentrate on politics, concentrate on local politics. Don't worry about Washington, D.C. What I mean, unless you believe that like some that Trump can get elected and change Washington, D.C. or someone can get elected and change Washington, D.C. I mean, I guess that would be my disinformation is I'd be telling you don't get involved in anything in Washington politics. I don't but, know. You got all these fancy ideas about terrorist attacks in Paris. Uh, <laughs> who knows where you're getting these ideas? Well, you know, it's, it's great. It was like literally like four of those. I just came up, I came up with in five minutes. Just I thought this was going to be hard for me, but I have like, I have like eight that aren't on my, on that didn't make my five. So yeah. maybe yeah. halfway through the year, we could do five, five more sci ups to watch out for. Well, and, the year. well and, and let's hope none of these come true. Oh yeah. These are not wishes. I think we should uh, be clear about that. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a wish list. <laughs> this is a, this is a, be aware of these things. Though, Cause though, I mean, the point of a psyop, what's the point of a psyop? It's not, it's not for the thing that's actually happening. It's to guide you in a certain direction. It's to push culture in a certain direction. It's to get people to do a certain thing. So whenever you see any of this stuff, that's why I wanted to do this show. It's not because you can necessarily control whether these things kind of occur or not. Probably really can't, but you can't control your own internal response. You can be aware that you're being worked in some way. It's kind of like when you're a pro wrestling fan, uh, when you're a kid, you just think this is what's being presented to you is real. And then you kind of go through a midway phase where you, you kind of know, I'd say that's what like the alternative media, that's when you first dive into like the truth or sphere and the alternative media, you're like, Oh no, I'm a smart Mark. Now Uh, I get it now. Now, now I'm on the inside, but the truth is no, now you're just being worked by the dirt sheet writers. (laughs) And so now that's the only difference with a lot of alternative media. You think you're smart now. So because you're listening to the truthers, but you're just being worked by different people now. So that, that's the same thing. So that's, that's all I would say is to try to just be more discerning going forward and try to realize that you're always being worked. And sometimes you're even being worked by me, not on purpose, but you know, it probably happens. Yeah. And I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything. I mean, you never, I, when have I ever said, well, you have to believe this. I, I never say that. I mean, it's like, no, here's I'm some, sure that will now be a quote going around on, on, yeah. on, a, on a meme now. You have here's to some, yeah. Here's some information. Um, you know, think for yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's like, like, like libertarians who would say that I'm a fit. Why? Because I'm telling you not to get involved in libertarian politics. If I'm telling you not to get involved with libertarian politics and you think I'm a fed, 
That means that you think that by getting involved in libertarian <laughs> politics, you're going to change the world or something like that. Well, I've that you're seen actually going to change Pete, things. So. Yeah, that, that actually so tracks like, totally, <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're a Fed. You're you're a grifter. Yeah, you 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 lose like a quarter of your audience, and you're a grifter. Then I actually had someone go, well, you're just not a good grifter. <laughs> well, fair enough. I'm not a good grifter at all. I mean, if you if that's if that's what if that's the cope you have to um, if that's the cope you have to. I mean, there, there's so much cope out there, and we all deal with cope. You know, we all have to tell things, say things to ourselves to um, to help with things that we we believe that we you know that probably are untrue. There's probably stuff I believe that's completely untrue. I'm, and, I'm 100 certain that a lot of what I believe is totally untrue. <laughs> And, but you know, you got to believe. One of my right? main goals in you know reading obscure books and looking at obscure things online and looking at you know books that were written two hundred years ago or eighty years ago or written by people they tell you don't read this stuff is to try and figure out if what I what I know is false and to get rid of it. I mean, that's really important to me. It's important to me that I don't believe in things that are. You know, I mean, I used to believe that there was a chance that in this lifetime we could reach anarchy. <laughs> I actually, and I'm, tr- and when I think about it, That's I didn't adorable, honestly right? believe that it was just a cope. It was a cope right. because this is what really I, poked, if you looked at your actions, you wouldn't be setting up your life f- for the event, for the anarchist society. That's just around the corner. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's, I didn't live my life like an anarchist. I didn't, you know, I, so what was, and how would you live your life like an anarchist in this world? You would be one of those like sovereign citizens and you would not get a driver's license and you would tell the police that, you know, you don't have a social security number and all that stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. And try that out. I'm just saying, I'm not saying it's wrong. Even I'm just saying, it doesn't work out well for most people. If that's the way you want to live, that's fine saying that people oh if you don't live like i do you know at least i have the courage to live like that if you don't live like that like i do then you know you're a coward and you don't have the courage of your convictions it's like i mean are you married do you have somebody else who like do you have do you have kids do you have somebody else who um you know relies upon you you relies upon your income relies upon you being there in the morning when they wake up I mean, you can, you can play all of these games, you can play all of these games, you know, that that's why I was really happy that they made that, the anarchists HBO mm-hmm. thing. I watched because, it so I mean, differently than I would have 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I, I mean, it was, I'm watching it and I'm going, the first thing I thought was, yeah, I don't want, I don't want anything to do with any of these people. I don't want these people in my life. These are not people I want as neighbors. These are not people I want as friends. And then you're like, and you're like, how could somebody with kids like subject them to this? And then like one of those people with kids ends up drinking himself to death. Talk about discernment. I mean, what a lot of those people have, they have, they have the idea, this concept of liberty or freedom or what have you. And they've been told if they just go and gather together, that's they'll just all have it. Cause they all have the same ideas. And then reality hits and you realize that a lot of these people are just fucking losers. I was about to say no offense, but why should I say that? 
offense. <laughs> you're, you're just fucking losers who wanted to get drug, who wanted to go do drugs and drink and, and not worry about responsibility. That's really what a lot of these people are. And then they get there and turns out when you form a community with a bunch of those people, a lot of them do dumb shit, like get involved with drug dealers in Mexico, which yes, I'm sorry, is going to get you fucking killed. And that's not a good example to be sending to people. Those people should not be held up as follow their fucking lead to agorism or anarchism or whatever. No, you follow their lead, you end up fucking dead. So that's my side rant about that. And if you tell people not to do that, you're a fed. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, of course. Right. And a, and a drug mean, warrior and whatnot. It, it, nah, nah, you're you're but, bringing me on a whole a whole different subject now. But, that, but, that, but, that annoys but, me so much. But, but Mark, that wasn't real anarchism. <laughs> it hasn't been tried yet. We're still working on it. If anarcho poco isn't fucking real anarchism, then you know what what is. Uh, but either way, Pete, it has been a blast. Yeah. It's always talking uh, and, to you. Just mind you, our friend yeah. Death down here is saying you need super chats. I do need super chats. This is the fr- well. Then hopefully by the end of this live, hopefully if if that's the case. All of you should go subscribe to my channel. I have like almost a thousand on the new channel now. So I'm pretty sure that's what I need to get the super chats. Um, and then maybe I will. I, I don't think I've actually live streamed on the channel before. I've live streamed to the, uh, on the paywall. I've live streamed unlisted. So I think this is my first public live stream. So hopefully with this very show, I will achieve that goal and uh, have super chats next time. You can yeah. always find me and uh, I, I will accept payment in, in many ways. So when we when we stop recording i'll tell you how you can do super, how you can get super chats without even doing any of this so okay that would be great fantastic well then pete thanks so much for joining me i think i know you're on the tail end of just getting sick and i woke up with a naf- nasty cough that i've been holding in so i don't think either of us can handle the smoke of a smoke filled room today uh but we will we will do it again another time and uh until next time pete as always keep kicking ass keep doing what you're doing i appreciate it mark thank you very much respect you